Welcome to Commission Ed, the Air Force Officer Podcast. Here we explore the training and development of America's leaders in the application of air power and the profession of arms. The views expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the official policy or position of the United States Air Force, Department of Defense, or the U.S. government. The mention of companies by name is solely for the purpose of discussion and should not be implied as endorsement. Welcome back to another episode of Commission Ed, the Air Force Officer Podcast. I'm Colin Slade, and today I will be your host. It is almost time for New Year's, and so Reed is taking uh, this week off, giving him a break uh, after all of his hard work this year. I want to th- say thank you to him for his efforts, and I want to say thank you to all of you for joining me today. It is not lost on me that there are, are many other things that you could choose to be involved with right now, things that you could listen to, things that add value to your day. And so the fact that you would choose to spend some time with me, I am humbled by it and incredibly grateful. So in today's episode, I'd like to focus your thoughts on the topic of hope. I've chosen hope for a number of reasons, but first and foremost in my mind, and likely yours, is that 2020 sucked. I know that's a blanket statement that doesn't apply to everyone equally, but I'm willing to bet that the majority of this audience will agree. For me personally, there's no shortage of the things that I would change about the past year. I separated from active duty for the second time in my career, and you know, the first time that I did it, it was of my own volition. But this time, I was begging and pleading, looking for any and every possible way to stay on active duty, but I couldn't. For various reasons, all relating back to Air Force policy, budgetary and manpower constraints and other things, they just wouldn't allow it. And my separation date happened to fall right in the middle of the year 2020 on 1 July. And so I found myself in the months before that, March through June, looking for a job during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. And, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I was in a pretty dark place through those months. It was really tough. Spending hours every day and night preparing and submitting application after application for jobs that I didn't even want, but needed in order to take care of my family. Only to have them rejected or worse, never responded to at all. I mean it. it. It sucked. It really sucked. But even in this darkest moment of my life, there was hope. Hope that everything would turn out in the end. Hope that even though I had no idea how it would turn out, I knew that it would. And I was right. My hope was not in vain. Everything did turn out and not at all the way that I had expected. You know, I never would have written this story for myself. But it turned out just the same. Not only did I find a job in the worst economy, but I found several. And not some throwaway jobs to make ends meet, but actual careers where my experience and skills developed as an Air Force officer are leveraged and added to daily. And I am so incredibly grateful for that. Not just that I have employment, but good employment. 
So this has been leading me back to this idea of hope. What is hope? Where does it come from? How can one have hope for a better future while passing through the abyss, like I did? I certainly don't have a perfect understanding of hope, but this last year has taught me a thing or two. Hope is an expectation for something, usually positive, to occur. Hope is a trust in something that hasn't happened yet, but you want it to. I trusted that I would find a job. Where does this hope come from? It comes from the choice to believe in something. This doesn't have to be in deity or the supernatural, though I personally choose to believe in God. And that belief is truly what got me through this year. But I had belief in other things as well. I had a belief that I knew people who knew more people who would hire me. I had a belief that I had valuable skills to offer a future employer. I believed that my family loved me and would support me for as long as my job search took. But here's the thing about hope. It's not a winning strategy. Hope for a better future is absolutely necessary. But success comes from action. The results of my job search would have looked much different if all I did was believe I had something to offer, but then never applied for any jobs. If I thought to myself, these are jobs that I don't want, so I'm not going to apply for them, there's no way that I was ever going to get a job because I wouldn't have been taking the action. So it's the combination of hope with effort that makes things happen. We must choose to act. And as Jocko likes to put it, we need to be default aggressive. So I want you to consider something. You know, there's all those people out there saying, let's get 2020 over with. 2021 will be the year to save us. But it doesn't even have to be about 2020. This happens every year. We think about the previous year and then we hope for a better future. But if you think back to what Reed said last week, there's no difference from one second or one day to the next. Holidays like Christmas are only special because of what we choose to do with it and who to spend it with. The same is with seconds, the same is with days, the same is with years. But we can do that with any day on the calendar. It's our choice. This holds true as we pass from December 31st, 2020 to January 1st, 2021 and into the rest of the next year. There's nothing magical about the year 2021. COVID isn't all of a sudden going to disappear just because it's a new year. In fact, I expect many things to be just the same as they were in 2020. Some things may even get worse. Let's put this in an Air Force context for a minute. While there are no plans for involuntary separations or early retirement programs, General Brown's Accelerate Change or Lose paper hints at those tough decisions that will enable us to better structure the Air Force for great power competition. Add in that retention is at a 20-year high, things begin to look even more bleak. This will inevitably mean fewer OTS boards and lower selection rates, as well as fewer scholarships for Air Force ROTC or enrollment allocations to field training. And this says nothing of the political and bureaucratic hurdles that the Air Force will have to overcome in order to meet General Brown's vision. You know, convincing Congress to drop the A-10 and consider serious base realignment enclosures is going to be no easy task. 
So as Reed likes to say, hold on to your butts. Well, I know you're saying to me, gee, Colin, thanks for the rosy picture of the future. I thought we were talking about hope. Okay, well, hear me out. There is hope if you can believe in it. And then not only believe, but act according to your belief. Make the choice to do something every day to act on that hope. You see, the magic of 2021 won't be a COVID vaccine, though I do sincerely want one to work. It won't be a change in elected officials, though I do want them to succeed on behalf of our country. It won't even be a powerful vision from General Brown about what we need to change in our Air Force and why. No, the magic of January 1, 2021... And every day after that will be the actions that you and I take to make good on our hope. Like Reed said last week, it's how we choose to spend our time that makes all the difference and the people who we choose to spend it with. So in closing, I'm going to say two more things by way of advice to all of you prospective officers, those of you that are listening to this podcast because you want to be an officer someday. 2021 is is your year to prove you have what it takes to join the profession of arms. Listening to this podcast is a good start. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time and your attention, but it is not enough. You need to start now to accelerate your own pace of change. You need to start now studying and practicing officership. You need to begin now to live by a warrior's code. Give of yourself and sacrifice for the benefit of others. You need to start now to learn, serve, and lead. And to all of you officers currently serving, you should already be doing these things on the behalf of the Air Force, and I encourage you to continue in that effort. However, I know there are some of you who are done playing this game, and that's okay. I've been there too. But if you are choosing to not separate or retire right now, You are contributing to that 20-year high in retention and making it even harder for the next generation of officers to take your place. So I encourage you, I implore you, be brave, have hope, and get out of their way. Believe me, I know how scary and crappy it is to leave the Air Force in the middle of a pandemic. It really, truly sucks. But you are an officer, and you have what it takes not only to survive, but thrive in whatever you do next. I promise you, you can do it. I did it. And if I can do it, you can do it. So my friends, there is hope for the future. I believe it. Not just for me, not just for Reed and all of you, not just for the Air Force or even our country in the post-COVID world. I feel it deep within me that everything is going to work out in the end, especially if we will take action and work toward that end. With that, I want to wish you all a happy new year. I wish you the best in your 2020 win. I wish you success and all the good things that can come from your actions. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Commissioned.